section thirty one of the theory and practice of brewing this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox the theory and practice of brewing by michael Combrun. section thirty one of yeast its nature and contents and of the manner and quantities in which it is to be added to the warts musts or warts though ever so rich when unfermented yield no spirit by distillation nor inebriate if drank in any quantity the oils as yet not sufficiently attenuated for this purpose become so only by fermentation air is absolutely necessary for this process in the course of which some of the aerial parts mixing with and being enveloped by oils greatly thinned are enclosed in vesicles not sufficiently strong to resist the force of elasticity or prevent a bursting and explosion in the progress of the act the air joins with oils both coarser and charged with earthy particles a coat is formed capable of resisting its expansion and if the bubbles cannot come to a volume sufficient to be floated in and upon the liquor they sink to the bottom and take the appellation of lees of wine between these two extremes there is another case when the bubbles are sufficiently strong to hold the air but not weighty enough to sink after floating in they emerge and are buoyed upon the surface of the liquor and there remaining entire are termed the flowers of wine both lees and flowers are therefore vesicles formed out of the must filled with elastic air and either separately or when mixed together they obtain the general denomination of yeast we have often mentioned the power of fire in driving the air out of warts yeast fraught with the principle now wanted for fermentation is therefore the properest subject to be added to the must but its texture is various in proportion to the different heats of the extracts it was formed from keeping drinks extracted with hotter waters yield yeast the oils of which have a greater spicitude it is consequently slower more certain and most fit to promote a cool and gentle fermentation that on the contrary which is produced from small beer being weak and acting at once is apt to excite a motion like that of effervescence such yeast ought therefore not be used but when there is no possibility to obtain the other the longer wines or beers are under the first act of fermentation the greater variety will be found in the texture of the bubbles which compose their flour and lees wines made out of grapes in general require a time somewhat longer than the warts of malt before this first period is at an end and we have seen that in them fermentation first brings forth air bubbles whose constituent parts are most tender and afterwards some that are of a stronger texture as malt liquors require a less time to ferment their bubbles are more similar on this account 
the whole quantity of yeast necessary to a wart should not be applied at once lest the air bladders bursting nearly in the same time should prevent that gradual action which seems to be the aim of nature in all her operations keeping beers formed from low dried malts occasion the greatest variety of heat in the extracts and from hence these musts form yeast whose bubbles differ most in magnitude and strength a drink then properly made from pale malt nearly resembles natural wines especially when they are so brewed as to require precipitation to become transparent cleansing is dividing the drink into several casks this checks the motion occasioned by fermentation and consequently retards it to prevent this from being too sensibly felt some yeast should be put to the drink before it is removed into the casks as the constituent parts in strong beers are more tenacious than in small and require a greater motion to entertain the fermentation the drinks before they be thus divided should besides the addition of the yeast be well roused with a scoop or by some other means for one hour this not only blends all the parts together but attenuates and heats the liquor and makes it more ready to begin to ferment again when in the casks one-sixth part of the whole of the yeast used is generally reserved for this purpose and the remainder is equally divided as the warts are let down it must be observed that this stirring though as necessary to small as to strong drinks is only to be continued for a space of time proportioned to their strength we have before seen when a grist of malt is entirely extracted to form common small beer soon to be expended one gallon of yeast to eight bushels of grain affords a sufficient supply of air to perfect the fermentation this takes place when the heat of the air is at forty degrees but at the highest fermentable degree experience shews that half that quantity is as much as is necessary for some ales the whole virtue of the malt is not extracted and what remains is appropriated to the making of small beer the quantity of yeast used for these drinks must be only in proportion to the strength extracted from these premises the following tables have been formed exhibiting the quantity of yeast proper for the several sorts of drinks at the different heats of the air a table showing the quantities of yeast necessary for common small beer in every season heat of the air thirty five pints of yeast to one quarter of malt nine heat of the air forty pints of yeast to one quarter of malt eight the whole quantity of yeast to be put into the first wart heat of the air forty five pints of yeast to one quarter of malt eight the whole quantity of yeast to be put into the first wort heat of the air fifty pints of yeast to one quarter of malt seven heat of the air fifty five pints of the yeast to one quarter of malt seven heat of the air sixty pints of yeast to one quarter of malt six the first wort to have three-fourths the second wort to have one-fourth heat of the air sixty-five pints of yeast to one quarter of malt six heat of the air seventy 
pints of yeast to one quarter of malt five heat of the air seventy five pints of yeast to one quarter of malt five heat of air eighty pints of yeast to one quarter of malt four the first worth to have one half of the whole quantity the second worth to have the remainder a table shewing the quantities of yeast necessary for all keeping drinks both brown and pale small and strong heat of the warts thirty pints of yeast to one quarter of malt six heat of the warts thirty five pints of yeast to one quarter of malt six heat of the warts forty pints of yeast to one quarter of malt six heat of the warts forty five pints of yeast to one quarter of malt six heat of the warts fifty pints of yeast to one quarter of malt six heat of the warts fifty five pints of yeast to one quarter of malt five heat of the warts sixty pints of yeast to one quarter of malt five heat of the warts sixty five pints of yeast to one quarter of malt four heat of the warts seventy pints of yeast to one quarter of malt four heat of the warts seventy five pints of yeast to one quarter of malt three heat of the warts eighty pints of yeast to one quarter of malt three a table shewing the quantities of yeast necessary for amber and all sorts of ales after which small beer is made heat of the air thirty pints of yeast to one quarter of malt seven and one half heat of the air thirty five pints of yeast to one quarter of malt seven heat of the air forty pints of yeast to one quarter of malt seven heat of the air forty five pints of yeast to one quarter of malt six and one half heat of the air fifty pints of yeast to one quarter of malt six heat of the air fifty five pints of yeast to one quarter of malt five and one half heat of the air sixty pints of yeast to one quarter of malt five heat of the air sixty five pints of yeast to one quarter of malt four and one half heat of the air seventy pints of yeast to one quarter of malt four heat of the air seventy five pints of yeast to one quarter of malt three and one half heat of the air eighty pints of yeast to one quarter of malt three this table is founded on the supposition that the virtue or strength extracted from one quarter of malt for amber is equal to five six of the whole in every heat of the air the quantity of yeast to be used for common small beer made after ale must be one-fifth part of the quantity which the ale required the additional strength obtained from reboiling the hops requiring further proportion if for keeping small beer nearly in the proportion of six pints of yeast to five barrels of beer this will be found to correspond with the rule delivered in the foregoing table End of section 31